Hey everyone, welcome to episode four of Here For Now. I'm Nate DeRoe. On the other side of the glass, uh, texting away or something, is uh, Tyler Floyd, my producer. Taking Hello. notes. Taking notes. All <laughs> right, fair enough. We're both just staring at our phones. Like, you know, it's pretty much what we do. Anyway. It's millennials these days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a millennial. 40 years old, dog. I don't know. What does that make me? Am I X generation? I'm like the... Y- Everybody older than me is a boomer. So. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Man, that shit, that, that joke is run into the ground right yeah. now, but that is hilarious. That's super funny. <laughs> this is episode four. We're telling stories. We're, we're taking friends and we're, we're amplifying what they're about. And this one was neat for me because it was the first time that I met the subject of our interview, Monique Doran, who is a uh, graphic designer at Riot Fest and also runs this uh, platform called Support Your Fellow Rockers where they have created like a resource site for people who tour independently where you can find a safe place to stay or someone to record your album or somewhere, you know, just this like collection of, of good people doing good stuff in music. And it was a really neat thing to, to be able to break down in interview form the process by which we, we get to know people. Most of the the interviews I've done for this so far have been close friends, so I kind of knew like which buttons to push and which stories to get after and all that. And this was like, hi, I'm Nate. Hi, I'm Monique. Let's figure this out together. And it was really neat. Uh, they're just they're just such a effervescent, a creative. Um, they approach things from a different mindset than I do, and it was really really cool to kind of dig in from like the beginning and figure it all out. I ask in every one of these podcasts for the the subject to describe where they are. And Monique went right to like, we had red lights on and it was red and it felt red. I don't know. <laughs> and, uh, and then that was kind of cool as opposed to describing like we're in Chicago or we're in a studio or we're, we're at a certain time or a certain mindset. It was just like the color. And I don't, I didn't, I didn't even register with me at all and then uh, Monique attacked Tyler about being okay with untoasted bagels yep I just had an untoasted blueberry bagel <laughs> yesterday <laughs> and uh, oh my god that that was hysterical um, we got into grilled cheese the merits of grilled cheese sandwiches um, but we also talked about Riot Fest and kind of the institution that Riot Fest has become we talked about DIY and like how that morphs into not DIY anymore and how the ethic can be carried forward into a little bit more traditional concert spaces and just just getting to know Monique and seeing the lens through which they kind of see the world was a really, really neat experience for me. And I, I can't wait to continue to watch... Um, their growth and and the way that Monique um, is going to affect this world because this is a person who has a full-time gig in music at like, I don't know, 23, 24, 24, 24. You got that written down. Good. At 24 years old, but also like is still finding time to do this other, like starting this whole other organization, which is a collection of organizations that is like making actual 
impact. This episode is the definition of what this podcast is, the idea that we had, right? That's, that's what we're doing here. If you want to connect with us and talk about Monique, talk about grilled cheese or untoasted bagels. Untoasted you, grilled cheese. Untoasted. <laughs> I mean, it, it is grilling and toasting are two different things. So it's true. It, they are all untoasted if you really, I mean, I'm so hungry. <laughs> keeping all this. That's all I want to do. I'm going to go across the street and get some food here in a minute. Um, shoot us an email, hereforNowPod at gmail.com. Follow us on socials and get involved there at hereforNowPod. And head to our website, hereforNowPodcast.com, where you can subscribe on all the places that you listen to podcasts. And just get involved. We've got a whole bunch of these. There's seven of them that we're rolling out together here, and there's going to be more down the road. And we just want to tell the stories of really powerful people. So on the note of powerful people, uh, this is my interview with the very powerful Monique Doran. This is exciting. Monique Doran, right? Is that yes, correct? Yes, that, that's how I pronounce it. I think my dad says Duran. Okay. but And my uh, name is Nate Duro, but my grandpa always said Doro. Oh, Doro sounds so not right. It was... <laughs> right. That's what I thought. So I don't know at what point um, it became Duro. Mm. There was also like Dura. It's spelled do rough though. Do rough. Yeah, D O and then the Buy word. By your ram truck. Right. <laughs> right. Monique, I'm really happy to have you here. I'm uh, so happy. This to is be really here. cool. Uh as we're figuring this out, most of the, the, the folks that I've done uh, a podcast with so far are like really close friends that I've known for a long time. Yeah. And you feel comfortable and friendly as well, but uh we've never met. So we're no. doing this. Uh we're we're meeting We met once. But we, in we passing, did, at, at it was, yeah, it was, yeah. Hey, See, oh, where, where's my table? And you're right. like, oh, this guy will help you. I was like, okay, cool. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I, I, I don't count Bloodfest ever as like a meeting because I'm always running. Right. You're and in like, like, yeah, we met that mode. one time. And you're it's like, like a no, mode. I mean, come on. I was, oh, you know, yeah. Like I was sprinting. So, oh, yeah. Um, thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks Actually, for having me. Actually, I guess me. we're here. Me and Tyler are here. You're, this is your home. This is where you live. You, I do live. I live and operate out of Chicago, Illinois. Heck yeah. So <laughs> I, I had you send over some uh, questions or some answers to some questions just so I could, you know, kind of steer this thing. And I always ask what the, your title is. And you are the graphic designer for Riot Fest. That is correct. And I added in the founder of Support Your Fellow Rockers. Also which is how we kind of know each other because yeah. your your cool little organization that you started last year uh, sponsored Bloodfest, which is a thing that I yeah. did for twelve years, and I've just been really impressed by the the aura yeah. you put off and and kind of what you're doing. And then to find out you're the graphic designer for Riot Fest is like okay, well, there's a we have a lot to unpack here. <laughs> oh yeah, there is. <laughs> I'm stoked to get into it. Um, so I always start with an icebreaker, uh, other than just like. The, the icebreaker of just rambling for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> I want you to ask, answer this question in the best way that you know how. Okay. Describe where you are right now. A red box with two rugs. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I asked that question. <laughs> um, we were going to name the podcast something to do with like where you are or something oh. like that. But I like that. I like that the question uh, can be answered a million ways. 
and you uh, being a graphic designer went to color and, <laughs> yes. and visual and like what am i seeing we're, we're in the uh <laughs> we're in the audio tree studios on the third floor in uh wicker park slash bucktown right on the border in chicago um we could also talk about where we are in time. <laughs> we can talk about where we are emotionally. Emotionally. Which we'll get to all that. Which but, um, will happen eventually. Right. So um, I love that your brain automatically goes to like the color. Uh, we just shut some lights off in the ceiling because it was like we were in the sun. Oh, yeah. And now we're in hell, I guess. Is this hell? I mean, I mean sort of like a nice hell. They're, they're free refreshments. So yeah. like, I mean, right. right. So <laughs> hell, if hell was a really cool place. Um, and what I want to do with this podcast, I, I want to upgrade our relationship, which is, is very, uh, um, new. I want to, I want to go from like knowing what you do mm-hmm. and I want to upgrade to knowing who you are. Love We're that. I do that in the next hour if we can do that. Oh yeah. And I want you to feel free as well. Because generally, this is me, like, again, like having vibing, a conversation vibing with, with a person. Yeah, with somebody I already know. <laughs> so, like, if you have questions or if you want to dig Ooh. in on me a little bit, uh, feel free at any point if it feels like you want to flip the flip the script a little. We haven't okay. done that much, but I feel like the people I've done this for so far uh, all know kind of exactly everything about me because I'm like the internet, like, oversharer anyway. Oh, oh so man, I <laughs> listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, tell me about what landed you in the chair across from me. Like the short version of the story that led you from like, it doesn't have to be from conception per se, but from like little Monique, little Monique to little Mo, Lomo, Um, my street name, (laughs) uh, to being where you are now and we'll, we'll break down the career stuff and everything, but what yeah. was like home life like, and what was, uh, what was family life life? I mean, life like the Lil Mo always loved to draw. Yeah. That was like very much. So I think, I mean, my parents both worked a lot. So I was either at a babysitter's place or by myself when I could be by myself, um, when I was old enough. Yeah. And it was just, you know, hanging out by myself, drawing doodles, thinking about like, what if dogs had like four heads and yeah. six wings and sort of the imaginative process. And then at some point, I feel like every adult is like, oh, you have this hobby. Yeah. How do you monetize this hobby when you're an adult? <laughs> right. How, How do, do I, we get money and How do I things? live vicariously through my children, but also not just vicariously, but like financially? Right. How are you going to pay for all those shit? How are you going to buy me a new car? Right. Yeah. All the shit I've done for you over the years. How is that going to pay off for me uh, investing in this child that I've brought into this world? So did you say you had a sister? Um, I had a younger brother. Younger brother. A younger brother. Okay. Um, he is six years younger than me. Okay. Um, but yeah, so at that point where I think it was like high school or middle school, you know, your parents start telling you about the future and what do you want to do? Yeah. And I had very much so set my sights on being pre-med, which is the complete opposite of ours. Yeah. But I could see you, I could see you like. Yeah. I wanted to go into pediatrics. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. You have that brightness to you like that. Yeah, I think you could handle a 12-hour day on shift, you know, and like... A bunch of sick kids, giving yeah, shots, sure. putting Band-Aids. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Have a lollipop, little yeah. Sally, it's okay, okay. stop crying. <laughs> I'm not supposed to hand out lollipops in the hospital, but... Um, okay, so what, what changed that direction? 
And yo, let's re- rewind yeah, for let's, a second because you, you you told me uh, your parents are from the Philippines or yeah. you were born in the Philippines? Uh, my parents are from the Philippines. Okay. I was born in Minnesota, so I was born okay. in the States. Cool. Um, and So where did uh, did Minnesota lead directly here and when did that all yeah, go down? And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So from Minnesota, I, you know, decided to go to college. Sure. And I picked a college here in Chicago. Columbia College of Chicago yeah. is an art school. Mm-hmm. And I guess the reason I picked it is because it it's close enough to my family where like I can go home if I want to and visit, but it's not so close that sure. they can visit me without telling me. Right. It has to be like planned. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So did you grow up in, in Minneapolis, St. Paul, or was it just kind of like rural Minnesota? R- like, like, uh, like it was like where it snows all the time. I mean, it snows everywhere all the time. It snows everywhere yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It was like I think like half an hour outside of like this Twin Cities. I've never been in the state so, of Minnesota. So it's like what am I missing? Um besides Prince. The Mall of America. Okay. Uh really good like if you want like a good home cooked meal yeah. that consists of like starch. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. And like a green bean casserole. Sure. Yeah. So like Michigan. So <laughs> Yeah, kind of, you know, like the whole Norwegian esque sort okay. of food palette. Yeah, um, but also just like really good people. I don't think we're gonna have time to eat dinner tonight. And now I'm frustrated. So about like- that. Yeah, now I'm gonna think about green bean casserole <laughs> and starch. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, there's really good people. So when you Minnesota. did stuff, you went into Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, yes. Like yes. as you got, I went into the city, quote unquote, sure, sure. as the kids would say. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, first Ave. Yeah. Yeah. Did you spend a lot of time there um, as a kid or like a little bit of time? I, I spent a couple shows there. I remember sneaking into Triple Rock yep. when it was <laughs> alive. RIP. Is it gone? Is it? Okay. <laughs> it's yeah, gone yeah. now. Yeah. 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 I, I remember sneaking into a show once. I also snuck out of the house a lot to just, go to like basement shows in the city. Sorry, okay. mom and dad. Yeah. But Yeah. I uh, I just know Triple Rock from the Motion City soundtrack song, so which I, I mean, yeah, it's a good great to reference, know right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I uh, when you said over kind of what your uh, your musical passions was, I was like Paramore and uh, uh, Wonder Years, and I'm like Motion City fits right into that, especially from Minneapolis. I'm sure you know, um, very strong. Like I feel like Minneapolis's music scene is uh, like overly strong based on the size of the city that it is. Oh yeah. I don't know if it's maybe that there's just nothing else within an eight hour radius. Uh, maybe it's the drinking water. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe. Who maybe knows? It's just the princeness <laughs> of it all. Um, I know Sonia and Nathan uh, that work at first Avenue as talent mm-hmm. buyers and they're oh, cool. just, you talk to most talent buyers and it's like a struggle for them. And then they're just like at first Ave where everyone wants to play. Right. And like, it's right. Like, well, yeah, that's sold out and that sold out and that sold right. out. And it's like, damn it. Frick. They're like one of the five venues in the world where, or in, you know, in the States where it's just like the history is so incredible. Yeah. yeah. So you hung out, like you said a lot of basement shows and like punk yeah. Rock stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of like basement shows. I, it, it's really funny. Cause a lot of the, the the basement shows that I snuck out to see were like sludge metal, like th- they, right. like heavy, right. heavy stuff that I didn't really vibe with at the moment. 
Was that where your people were? But it, I like, yeah, I liked the people. I liked the atmosphere. I okay. apparently liked sitting on a washer in a basement sure. watching a show. Yeah, like I, I liked that. And then eventually, when I grew up, I was like, oh wait, they're like punk DIY shows, right? <laughs> yeah, there's place, and there's also places to go where like. You don't have to sit on a washer. Right. There's a venue. Right. That kind of does the same thing. (laughs) Right. And and I can pick and choose. So, um, half hour outside of Minneapolis. I'm trying to think. I'm just, you know, I'm like, I've got this little, uh, thing that I'm going to do later where I'm just going (laughs) to take all of the, uh, the, Facebook uh, mutual friends and we're going to talk about them, but I'm trying oh to think if God. I know, like, you know, immediately when you meet someone, you're like, oh, you're from Minneapolis. Do you know? And then it's like, there's 3 million people in the metro. Like, I don't so, know. No. I left when I was 18. Right. So, also, like, I'm from no here one. now, which is an even bigger city. <laughs> right. So. Um, so you went to Columbia. Yes, correct. And did what? Uh, I majored in graphic design and I minored in advertising. Okay. Well, that all makes sense. That yeah. checks out. Yeah. I mean, I, cause you know, going back to the, you have to monetize this hobby of, the, mm-hmm. of yours. Yeah. Um, since I had broke it to my parents that I did no, no longer wanted to be a doctor. Sure. Uh, they were like, okay, well, how are you going to make money? Then? <laughs> right. Well, I could still draw pictures. <laughs> I was like, I could draw pictures really, really well. And like, yeah. they can go on billboards and in magazines and stuff. And they're like, I mean, but it's not a doctor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it seems like it's hey, working out for you so far. I did something with it, it seems. Yeah. So. And your parents have been supportive the whole way and everything. I mean, to to a point, I think Yeah. it, it definitely took them some getting used to and sometimes it's still very much so like a struggle to tell them like right. about my day or about my life, especially now because it involves a little bit more music, which like Lord knows that they don't understand that part of it either. They're right, like, right. there's no money. You like right. these dudes traveling in a van, like aren't yeah. they all smelly? Like are they hobos? And It's like, yeah, kind of. Oh, kind of. They're but, my people. You know, like <laughs> they play a stage that's like as big as, I don't know, like a huge building. And so. right. right. Yeah, but I mean, they they have come around to the point to understand that like this makes me happy. Yeah, and so they're like, okay, what well, else is there at the end of the day? Yeah, if it makes her happy, she'll figure out she'll figure out the the financial stuff that goes with it. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, they're being parents, they're, doesn't you seem know. like you're holding it against them. Eh. So that's good. Eh. let's let's stop talking about my parents let's stop talking about Um, let's let's rewind again um rewind before the sludge metal shows in the basement oh my god um what are your earliest memories of music um oh wow earliest memories of music oh uh my dad when i was younger i always hated taking baths like when i was a baby okay yeah yeah and so he would put on um, this Jackson five record. Oh, nice. In order for me to like stay in the tub long enough. Okay. And so like, those are probably, cause I'd like, you know, wiggle around sure, and sure. Like, splash and whatever. And so though, that's probably like my earliest memories of music and sort of associating it with like a good time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. And then uh, where did it kind of progress from there? I mean, uh, just, there was a weird, there was a weird country phase at some point. Okay. Oh yeah. There was a like, weird, like, like Heath Urban, Kenny like, Chesney. Okay. Like, pop country. Yeah. Pop country yeah, yeah, that yeah. like, I also think it was just like 
my parents are super Catholic. So like that sort of radio station was kind of one of the three radio stations they would let us play in the car. Yeah. And so I grew to love and accept country. Okay. And then Taylor Swift happened and that grew into pop. Yeah. And then I think my, my very first concert was in sync, no strings attached for Okay. All right, you and my wife are going to hang out soon, probably. Oh, I'm yeah, ready. Talk about Let's some insane. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely had her boy band phase that continue, then- continues to this day. She's a dance teacher, so I give her some slack. I'm like, she's got to find that, you know, stuff that eight-year-olds will dance to. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was your first concert. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was my very first concert. So it's been that, all like, my downhill from me. there. Like oh, sensory I mean- overload and like hormonal <laughs> overload to like, and now it's just like mm. now everybody just smells like beer and sweat right right <laughs> which you know that's uh that's riot fest right right um it's funny because in this business uh a lot of the promoters you run into and i'm sure being around riot fest all those folks uh i would imagine have like the punk rock like oh, i hung out with danzig and oh, the, you know yeah. the misfits and I, listen and you're just like hey i'm like i don't know man <laughs> like four on the floor like it <laughs> right right i love it i love it um i'm kind of the same way not not to the boy band level but like i grew up on 90s alternative stuff nirvana Mm -hmm. alice and chains and then Mm -hmm. as i start as i met my wife like we'd go to a show and it was like matchbox 20 or dolls or whatever you know and it was like yeah that was kind of music for me and i didn't know there was an underground anything that there was punk that there was basement shows i didn't go to any of that shit when i was a kid yeah. So where did you find that? Like, okay, take me from NSYNC <laughs> to sludge metal to, on the washing machine in the basement. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just think it like, I, I liked the atmosphere of like live music. Yeah. I liked, regardless of whatever, whatever was playing, whoever was playing, whatever the, the sound or the yeah. music was, I just liked the environment of everybody being here because they like this band. Yeah. And, you know, boy bands grew into bands that play instruments instead of synchronized dance and that kind of turned into like the alternative rock and then like Paramore and the Wonder Years and Jimmy Eat World. Sure. I just just booked Jimmy Eat World as like bucket list thing for me. I'm so stoked. It's not till May and I'm so pissed that it's so far away. It's like (laughs) six months away. And you're and just, just ticking off the days on the calendar. I just have to sit and stare at that poster on my wall, just like, that's mine. It's going to happen. <laughs> I but, did that. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I also uh, just booked Not A Surf, who's also one of my favorite bands. Oh, I, well, this isn't going to come out for a while. That announces tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, are we live? Shit, we're in the Audio Tree Studios. Is this live? Oh, no. Are the walls listening? But, uh, <laughs> the walls listening. Um, so is this concurrent with the NSYNC thing or is this like in college? Did you, did you go to the house shows more in Chicago in college or yeah. was there a scene for that up in like uh, Minnesota? I per mean, se? I pro- there probably was, but I, I, I didn't really tap into it because I left at, you know, 18 yeah. to go to college yeah. and that was in 2013. And I feel like a lot of, uh, Minnesotan, DIY punk bands that are kind of popular now or kind of touring now yeah. started their quote unquote careers in 2015 Minnesotan? when I was Minnesotan. All right. All right. <laughs> See, ours is easy because one of our favorite uh, local bands is Michigander. 
So we just know, like, <laughs> we just say Michigander, and it's like, it, it, yeah, it ties it all together. So you got to start a band up there from be, and call it Minnesotan, and they Minnesotan. can go out, They can go on, yeah, and the T like rolls. It's Minnesotan. Minnesotan. It's like yeah. Canadian almost. It's great, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Right, cool. So you start doing that stuff more here. Yeah, definitely where more like here. A thousand billion shows every night oh, of every type. Right. And Chicago's overwhelming. It it was. I think yeah. as a freshman yeah. in college, it was like, God, there's always something going on right. everywhere, and you want to be at three places at once because you're fresh to the city. And oh, right, I'm supposed to be like doing studying and crap, homework and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I graduated, so it yeah. <laughs> didn't matter now. Yeah. yeah, hey, started at the bottom, and now we're here. <laughs> um, so you're in Chicago. You're in school. And you land, which of these internships came first? Was it with Riot Fest or with Superfly? Uh, I believe it was Riot Fest. I, I, so on, on campus, we have this big end of the year fest, like festival slash mm-hmm. like art showcase called Manifest. Okay. And uh, I got voted the creative director. Like you get, you submit and then the student body votes and whatever. So then I ended up doing all of the branding for this on-campus festival. Cool. And after that, I was like, yo, I want to do festivals for the rest of my life. Yeah. Is there money in that? We'll see. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> so. Well, somebody's making money so, off of them because they keep freaking doing them. They keep happening. Right. Uh, so after that, um, I'd found out that Riot Fest had, was looking for a design intern. Mm-hmm. And I'd gone to Riot Fest in 2013, my freshman year. That was the only year I went. It, it was, honestly, it's, that lineup is probably. So for, so for the Paramore Wonder Years fan, it was like, it was, it was Saves the Day. It was Wonder Years. It right. was Touche Amore. It was Blink-182. It was Fall Out Boy. It was like. It was like AbsolutePunk.net. Like, yeah, right, right. Yes. Yeah, and like, yeah, between like. A lot of people that I'm homies with for doing shows with them over the years, mm-hmm. and then just like bands like you know Manchester was Manchester on that yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. they were all on like it, right? time low maybe. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. So that was the one year that I went. So that's super funny. So anyway, yeah, you went to Riot Fest in 2013. Yeah, and 2013, I didn't go in 2014, but then when 2015 rolled around, I was like, wait, I can like. I can like work for the company that right, does that. Right. There's like people that, that get paid to do that. Like that's just, that's a job. Yeah. And so then I applied and um, I did, I didn't hear back for a good chunk of time about my interview because well now I understand why because we're all very busy people. Sure. Yes. <laughs> but right. back then I was like, oh man, I didn't get it. Oh god, now I have to find some stupid internship at a ad agency right. downtown and all this stuff, but. Yeah, I got my my interview and it it was funny cuz in my portfolio I had drawn this like fake gig poster for the Wonder Years. Yeah. And our talent one of our talent buyers Buck, fully yep. huge Wonder Years fan. And so he picked it out and he's like, "I know exactly the lyrics that you drew in that poster." Very cool. And so it was like, like this connection. Yeah, yeah, right. Like And then I think that like I'm honestly convinced that like that's how I that got was it. it. That was just <laughs> like how the I moment. Got it. Right. <laughs> You know, it's funny because people try so hard to, to get jobs by being, by doing the resume, right. And right. by interviewing. And it's just about personal connection. Yeah. Like you're the yeah. person that I want to work with because you and I vibe. Yeah. And like, yes, for somebody who makes those decisions to just be like, oh, you're, you're right. Like you, mini, you get the music. You're mini me. Sort right. Of. Like you're, <laughs> yeah, like, 
And it's so hard to like just prove that, you know? Yeah, it it I was so nervous going in. And I remember um I could overhear the woman that they were interviewing before me. And they're like, uh, well, you know, why do you think that you should get this internship? And I remember her saying, uh, because music is like, I'm really about music. And music I, is my life. Right. And I remember sitting there and I was like, every interview ever. <laughs> I remember sitting there and I was like, oh, I got this in the bag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn. It's like, All right. if this girl is going to say like, yeah, m- music is like Music's my thing. My everything. It's like, it's like what I do. And right. I was like. Yeah. <laughs> and I got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, again, you know, it, it's like, it's one of the most real businesses that there ever is as far as like humanity goes. It's yeah. like, it's just people yeah. and people and people. And the, you're just connecting with people on like a, a real level, on a supportive level, on a, you've been in the van for nine hours and I'm going to totally understand <laughs> that you're going to blow me off on the handshake because you got to pee real bad. Right, like right, I get it. Right, you know? right, I like, exactly. Know, I know who you are and, and the person who can be like, oh yeah, of course, duh. The, or when they jump out of the van and they're like, bathroom's that way, you know? And it's like, right. let's meet in five minutes right. oh, back here. Back but here. like, I know that I know what you, you need, really I got you, right? <laughs> it's, uh, it takes a special like um, person who lives it to like, thrive in this business and i mean living it is uh sitting on a, a washing machine in a basement listening yeah. to sludge metal that you don't even really you care don't even about really care about just to be a part of something you know yeah. like, this is my atmosphere i don't care about this music but this yeah. is where i'm supposed to be yeah so that comes through yeah and i think i see that in you i think that that when you reached out you uh to to support Bloodfest and kind of introduce yourself and I don't know. Did you just reach out out of nowhere or did someone connect us? Do you remember? Um, I'm pretty sure I reached out of nowhere. Okay. Um, Cause I think like the deadline was coming up and I, you know, gone back and forth sure. about it. And I was like, yeah. honestly, you know what? Like, fuck it. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Like, let's go. And, uh, but like, I got that from you right away that like, this wasn't a thing that you like were dabbling in. You weren't punching a clock from nine to five. Right. It was like, Literally, you do for a living what you love, and you love what you do for a living. And, like, you have all these little side things that are, like, (laughs) you're a full-time, full-time, full-time job person, (laughs) but also this person who has this, like, other thing that you put all the rest of your time into. And it's like, yeah, that's who I vibe with because I do the same thing. Oh, yeah. We have, like, eight jobs. Oh, yeah. But you care about all of them. Yeah. You know, all of them are important to you. <laughs> yeah. So is, is the Riot Fest internship after school or, like, while you're finishing up school? Uh, that was that was while I was in school. Uh, or, yeah, no, that was in, during the summer, I think. It started at the end of school and then lasted throughout September. And then I went back to school. And I, I kept in touch with everybody in the office because everybody yeah. was really cool. And they're like, yeah, come visit anytime you want to visit. Like, sure. we like you. Um, I would always bring them pie. There was, right. there was a pie place that was That's right the down the street for me. to get oh. in. Or, or once you're in. Yeah, oh, right, right. For sure. Yeah. Like, but when they hired me eventually, like, on contract, mm-hmm. I was referred to by, like, hey, who's that girl that always brings us pie? Yeah. Who's the pie lady? Monique. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we, why don't we have her back? Why don't we start paying her now? Yeah. <laughs> but no. Yeah. So I kept in touch with them and then I was like, okay, what other festivals yeah. can I do here? There's so many in Chicago right. and uh Superfly 
was another like a they have their their office their marketing office was here okay and so that was outside lands bonnaroo and then they have a couple like did uh, they do anything in chicago on the ground um, here no i don't think so it was just a good central location yeah it would like just worked out that way sure um and so yeah they have a couple like uh, corporate clients that they do stuff yeah. for too, but so did you get to do both of those festivals too? Like go on site yeah, and do them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that so was Bonnaroo like, to me sounds awful because it's hot I, and it's sweaty. But, but is it I great? don't do I don't do camping festivals. Yeah. I just don't think camp camping festivals are a thing for that you, I right yeah that I connect with. Sure, <laughs> I can understand why people love them. Yeah. Um, but it was it was fun because even though when I when I went, I wasn't necessarily working. I was just kind of enjoying it. Yeah. So I got to see a different kind of festival life happen. And it was so cool. Really, really cool. Um, and then outside lands and that's in San Fran, right? Yeah. That one. Ah, and I, I feel like that's one that like, uh, there's a, there's a question that I won't ask you now because the (laughs) answer is obvious, uh, uh, in the speed round at the end where I say (laughs) festivals, yay or nay. (laughs) And you're going to say, yay. And I usually say, nay, I'm just like (laughs) over it, you know, like even producing them. But like Outside Lands is one that for me feels like one that I would want to do. It's it's cool because there's more than just music to to do. And the people are pretty cool, too. It feels more laid back, more comfortable, a little less like snobby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) And maybe, you know, the lineups tend to be, they're, they're pretty hip, but they're not like. 40 year old suburban white guy, like doesn't know any of the lineup. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Like, right. It's like, okay, the Foo Fighters are playing. Right. Okay. Cool. Jimmy World's on Red the Hot Chili right? Peppers. I got you. Yeah, no, come on now. I didn't say. <laughs> I didn't, yeah. I didn't say disc golf or freaking <laughs> flip flops in the wintertime. Like, I didn't go there. Uh, well, maybe the one Chili Peppers record's okay. The rest of them, man, I don't know. Um, Superfly, and yeah. you did that for what? Just a, a just a another, summer. So the, the following summer, then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it was like, all right, I gotta find some place I to know. pay me to do this shit. I can't just do this for free right. anymore. Yeah, and so I was looking at advertising agencies that were downtown, and would would our classes would like go on tours, and like you ask people, you know, about their job and what they do, and right. I remember going to all of these, like agencies and just thinking god i don't want to do this every single day right right like i don't you know no not knocking the guy that designs kitty litter or <laughs> the ad for right, you know right. sketchers or whatnot yeah. but i was like i i know that if i get a job like this i'm gonna have something on the side that makes me happy and then want to eventually make that happy thing the thing that i do for the rest of yeah. my life yeah. So everything that you like have on you, you wear like, sh- you know, shoe companies and things like you said, Skechers, but right. like you don't realize that there's like a person who just advertises that there's a person that just right. designs like the packaging and the right. boxes that those things go in. Right. And like, they're the ones that decide whether like you're going to stuff paper in the toe of everyone or right. like one of those cardboard things <laughs> or like. Like, imagine that's your whole job right. is like to design the cardboard thing that goes inside right. like each type of shoe. And I'm sure, and I would like to think that the person who does that is really jazzed about that. Yeah, maybe. Like that, that's what gets their like blood pumping. Cardboard engineer. Yeah. Whatever, you know, they're like, like, yeah, the er- the ergonomics of this sure. cardboard or whatever, yeah. but that's not me. Right. <laughs> that's not me. I don't think it'd ever, ever be me. I'd sure. make it work. But yeah. No. And so I remember, um, as I was you know, wrapping up my 
formal education. I got a call from Riot Fest. They were like, hey, so do you have any jobs lined up for the summer? Yeah. I was like, mm, no. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, dad, I don't. <laughs> and they're like, well, we'd like you to come back, you know, at contractually mm-hmm. uh, after this festival season is over, you know, we'll, we'll evaluate and see. Um, but yeah, I think that was 2017. Mm-hmm. And I have since then moved from contract to official part-time to then full-time. And yeah. here I am now. A graphic designer <laughs> for Riot Fest. Yeah. So, so is there a team? I know. I, so Riot Fest is, is um, interesting in that, you still do a lot of shows during the year, right? Fest presents yeah. at at various venues around town from uh, what's Cobra yep. to what's uh, uh, Bottom Lounge, Metro a little bit. Yeah, Metro a little bit. Going um, to Metro tonight for Concord, Concord, Concord Music Hall. Hall. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it kind of fits into like your freaking bread and butter, you know? Yeah. Like you guys have the relationships with yeah. like the the pop punk uh, emo, mm-hmm. you know, like that. All of those shows tend to play with y'all, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah, which it's really nice. It's also nice because that means I am employed year-round. <laughs> right, right. I mean, you know, festivals do have a team year-round, but there's only certain, <laughs> like, parts of it that need to be there year-round. Are you the... So if I look at the 2019 AdMat, is that you? Um, No. So we have our art director, yep. Daniel Wade, who is super cool, and yeah. I think you had a very large part in sort of for forming who I am as a designer and the way I look at things, which is awesome. Um, He does a lot of the ad mat stuff. Okay. Um, So he does ad mat stuff, does all of the illustration for it. Um, That's him. And then I kind of, you know, resize stuff for him and uh, build web assets. Yeah. That sort of stuff. And then, you know, the fun of the other fun part is like merch. Merch is okay. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you have a huge merch presence, yeah. I would imagine. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah, so that's a whole project. Yeah. And there's plenty of other stuff, too. But, yeah. So a two-person graphic team, then? Just the two yep. of you? Okay. Just the two of us. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, cool. What's your day-to-day look like, then? Like, what do you... Do you work from home? You work in an office? Do you we work, work in an office. Okay. Yeah, we work in an Five office. Five days a week, you're always there kind of thing? Five days a week, always okay. there. Yeah. Uh, 10 a.m. to whenever you... Whenever everybody stands up and... You leave. Yeah. Whenever you're done with all the things that you have to get done before tomorrow. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Audio tree is kind of like that. It's it's wild. They're, you know... There'll be 25 people and then I'll like blink and it's like 4.30 and... 20 of them left. Right, but the lights are off. It's but just the, no, no, there's always somebody, you know, <laughs> there's always somebody till eight or nine or whatever, you know, and uh, usually it's like the video editors or, right. the, or the graphic people, right? They're right. the ones that are like burning the midnight oil. But um, the music business is always great for that. Like, yeah, we have a schedule, but if you just want to work from home today, that's fine. Right. Because like, right. you're just working from your laptop. So, right. Having you be here is kind of like a <laughs> fun thing more right. than anything. Like we all like each other. I get other. to see you. Right. We all like each other. We all like similar kind of music. Um, who is the person okay. or persons mm-hmm. who are behind the sassy 
social media for Riot Fest because it is sassy. And oh, I freaking it is sassy it. for sure. Every social media Definitely, person. I, it's more than one person. Yeah. I mean, like everybody has access to it. But sure. yeah, there, there's a specific. There's one that's driving the bus. There's, oh, yeah, for sure. There's a specific voice that has been cultivated yeah. throughout the, the years and become the. The mascot, the every, Twitter mascot. Yeah, every social media person that I've ever like had, <laughs> I've been like, I want you to follow Riot Fest in season, right? Year oh. round, but in season because in, in season is where it's oh, it's so prime. good. It, it's like it's like the customer service is there, but it's also just super sassy and super like, and just it the my favorite time of year is like right before the lineup rollout, always where it's just <laughs> always. Like, it's so like intentionally um, misleading and like realistic at the same time. I don't know. It's just oh, yeah, it's so good. just a very like okay. So when's the lineup coming out? I don't know, man. I just work here. Right. Like, right. Yeah. You just you know imagine just sure. like some dude, just some dude that I, just has his thumbs on the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I feel like last year there was. Uh, it was like the last day of Riot Fest. And then like somebody tweeted like, all right, guys, that's a wrap. We'll have the lineup for next year out tomorrow. Uh, stand right. by. And like people were like, what? Holy <laughs> shit. And it was like, you know, obviously like everybody who got it were like, oh, right. they are being Riot Fest right. again. But it was like, there were some people that were like, I can't believe you're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because it's like as if nobody needs to go home and like take a nap. Or a shower. Or honestly, spend three more days tearing the fucking thing down, right? Because that's what it is, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we talked about going in 2013. Mm-hmm. Do the bees still like dominate <laughs> Riot Fest? Is that like a thing every year, or is it just some years? Um, the bees, the bees are uh, an unexpected but yet expected guest every single. Tyler, year. have you ever been to Riot Fest before? Tyler's our producer. He doesn't have a microphone, but he's shaking his he's head no. Saying no. There are, you know, you talk about how like the bees are dying, and we don't have enough bees in the world. There's a plethora. Let of me them tell over you here. about where you can freaking find them. They're at Riot Fest every year. Oh, they love By the music. The Great lineup. Billions brings the bees. Holy shit saves. I didn't. I didn't. I don't. I don't know. If there was ever a moment that kind of like maybe finished off festivals for me. I was already kind of like in the nay camp with festivals. <laughs> it was like, these. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's just like, you know, even with VIP, cause I got, I bought VIP that year mm. and VIP just means you're on the other side of the fence that can get a little closer to the stage and right. there's 12 or 15 plastic chairs. Right. You get, you get a wristband, you fancy and guy. It, right. And it also <laughs> like has to do with drinking and I don't drink. So it's like right. kind of like, why don't I do this? Oh, cool. I have 10, drink tickets to give to my friends. Right. Um, even with that, I don't, I just found myself standing a lot and like trying to sit in the grass somewhere and I'd sit down and then there'd be a bee on me. I was like, you're just like sitting, hovering somewhere. Yeah, just in some spots. Yeah. You know? and yeah. It was like, they're here. Yeah. They're definitely the here. The bees have become um, a joke. Everybody yeah, jokes about sure. the bees and, right. you know, we joked about the bees at, at some point as well, yeah. you know, but yeah, there, there's a, usually, yeah, that's that's yeah. normal. <laughs> so your role on site at Riot Fest, obviously you, you spend 362 days a year uh, mm-hmm. preparing for Riot Fest. Mm-hmm. And there's some graphic-y stuff probably to work on, you know. I mean, right up until. changes and stuff, but, even, even during. But like, what's your role on site? What do you do um, at the festival? So I do 
box office, uh, but guest list management. Yeah, geez. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> does that sound oh, terrible? It's a whole thi- no, it's Doesn't a whole that thing. that sound oh, so I terrible? I mean, I know because uh, I hit you up this he, year. It was like, hey. Yeah, uh, he did. Remember he did. me? This guy hit me up. Remember. Literally. <laughs> yeah, like the day of the, fa- I did the thing. The thing that's the worst thing to do <laughs> in concert history is like hitting someone up for a freaking 40,000 people a day festival <laughs> the day of the show. Like, right. can you get my production manager in today? Right now, he's outside climbing a fence. He's waiting. I don't know. (laughs) And you, I don't know if I should put this out on the internet because your boss might be like, what the fuck are you doing just letting people in? (laughs) So you manage the guest list, which I know is a whole ass job. Yeah, it's a a whole ass job. There there are a couple of us, obviously, that that do it. But I do that um, at box office. And there's a little bit of like social media management Mm -hmm. as well, too. But box office is kind of where... My head is at a lot of the time, right. um, and it's it's a very grueling and a, a sort of role. But it's, yeah. I personally kind of find the joy in it because I get to see the people who get to jo- enjoy the thing that I've worked really, really hard on all year. Yeah, so that's really cool. And plus, I get to see my friends before they go into the abyss of no cell phone service and right dirt. Right, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I I. Uh... We lost friends for hours. My phone just actually doesn't work. Yeah. Like, it just like stops. It's, it's, we're done. Yeah. Like, we're oh, done here. Okay. There's too many people in this block. <laughs> right. There's one little tower over there. <laughs> just and like, it's not boop, made for all boop, this. Just yep. powers down. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just gives up. So you spend 365 days a year preparing for a three day festival, uh, which naturally leads me to the, all of the other things you do on the side with your free time. Oh, yeah, my plethora of free time. <laughs> right, which you act as if you have it, but maybe you don't. Um, our connection is not from Riot Fest. Oh. It's from Support Your Fellow Rockers, which is a very cool... Um, can you can you give me, like, the one-liner? I feel like organization. Like, organization is a good uh, resource. Yeah. A resource is probably... A for, resource for whom? For uh, DIY musicians. Okay. Uh, that need the first place to look for something, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, kind of Just like... Just like a gathering Yeah, I call it like, like the Angie's List yeah. of sort of the DIY community. Okay. You know, um, but yeah, yeah. I was poking around on it last night just trying to like remind <laughs> myself, you know. Yeah. And... Uh, it's not just you. Like there's a, there's a, it, is support your fellow rockers just you? Um, I mean, I, ha- I have a team you have, of like volunteers. Okay. Right. But, yeah. And then you have these other organizations that are out there doing great work in the communities right. that they serve as well. Of course. Um, no more dysphoria. Correct. Uh, which is Nicole Maroulis. Is that how you say that? I'm not exactly sure, but, but Nicole is correct. <laughs> uh, which is hit like a girl. Correct is the band. Mm-hmm. They played Bloodfest this year mm-hmm. and crushed it. And then they so also good. play in Kississippi, I believe, right? Uh, At least, or did, maybe? Maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> right. um, lead, is it lead or led DIY? Uh, I, I, lead? I say lead. Yeah. Lead DIY. Yeah. Which the Law Dispute Tour is is hanging out lead DIY yeah. posters. So I'm going there tonight. I was there uh, on Saturday oh, in Detroit. Awesome. And they have a very, uh, very... Basically, they they advocate for folks who have issues with flashing lights and and crazy lights at shows. So they try to create these um, just just 
conversations with the community like hey you know can we have a, a show that's not so stroby right exactly we don't need anybody having an epileptic seizure right and but also being smart about like communicating that so that people right. can go to those shows and know that they can be comfortable right. and safe exactly or like knowing what songs that they should step out you know sure yeah of and, and things it could like go that. to that point too you yeah know? or and a band that like maybe need quote unquote needs that you right know? yeah um, they're so i found them out when I was sort of forming support your fellow rockers. And I was yeah. like, I have never thought about this before, you know, cause I don't have to deal with that ever, yeah, right. but there are people that do. And yeah. I'm sure it hinders their ability to experience music to the fullest. Cause they have to, you know, either they can't go to a show because they know that there are going to be strobes there, yeah. flashing lights or, you know, they feel really worried or anxious. Cause what if, you know, the set has like, things that might hurt me. <laughs> yeah. It's so sick because you're, you're 24 years old and I'm 40 years old. And I started in music at age 25. So I hadn't even started my oh, career man. yet when I was you, when I was your age, when I was you. Yeah. <laughs> when I was Monique, <laughs> I'm not Monique anymore. Um, but I hadn't even started in this business. And some of the things that you're talking about, you know, um, half access, which is a, an organization that uh, just makes sure accessibility is posted mm -hmm. everywhere for, th for those that have accessibility issues mm -hmm. that need, you know, mobility um, assistance or just need to know, can I even get in the front door of this venue? Right, you know? right, exactly. Um, you're having all these conversations at 24 years old that I'm just now figuring out at 40. And that's really <laughs> impressive to me. Like, kudos to you. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> if I, I, I always joke about like social media and stuff. Like if I had Twitter when I was, you know, 17, but also when I was 24 right. or whatever, I probably just would have got my ass kicked every day. Cause I wasn't yeah. like, I, I didn't have my head straight on straight. You know what I mean? And it's taken me uh, a good part of my career to like mm -hmm. be intentionally uh, listening to things like half access, right? you right. know, just being like, no, this is rock and roll. Don't worry. Right. Whatever. You know, right. like, yeah. Or, or even dumber shit. Like, Oh, we'll just carry your wheelchair wheelchair up the steps. It's like, no, that's not the, no, that's, that's not the solution. Not the answer, right? Yeah. Um, so I know those three. I know no more dysphoria. I know lead DIY. I know half access. The last one that seemed to be a partner on your site is a thing called the Punk Pit Stop. Correct. What yeah. What is that, and who, and um, why the Punk and Pit Stop is run and I guess sort of founded by. Uh, this amazing person named Hannah Hines. Okay. She was my roommate for a short period of time. So that sort of helped us figure out how can I help you and how can we help each other do this thing? And the punk pit stop basically is like a fan funded care package for a okay. band that goes on yeah. tour. So yeah. she'll coordinate with a band like, okay, I see that you just announced this tour. We'd love to have a fan funded package for you. And so she'll host on her slash my site. Yeah. Um, just like donate $5. It gets them a pack of granola bars or, sure. you know, a things like that. A pack of emergency, which right. I saw yeah. as like being a key thing that's on right. riders or, you know, yeah. anything from socks to chapstick to whatever. To like, yeah. yeah, cough drops and yeah. stuff like that too. So Lord knows I'd been uh, riding <laughs> a cough drop train for about <laughs> three weeks now. Yeah. I've, the last week has been me. <laughs> so... Yeah, but it's that time of the year. She it's we a all really consider why we live here and not in Florida. Uh, always. I couldn't do the heat though. I could right now. <laughs> Literally right now I could. 
I say that too, but in November, I'm like, oh, I could oh, do maybe. that. Maybe right palm trees. <laughs> so, anyway, Punk Pit Stop is. Yeah, is, super cool. That's I a mean, cool idea. Her, her great idea. And I, and I think a, a lot that happens with smaller orgs that start with one person is that you're one person and, yeah. you know, you can only do so much by yourself. Yeah. And so, what I would like, what I want and hope fellow rockers does is like, well, I'm a platform. Like, yeah, I will help spread your message as much as you spread your message. Like, You'd let's be the do hub. Some... You'd be yeah. like the central. Yeah. You yeah. have that power to you. So I can tell. Like there's, you, you know, it's not just like what I'm doing, but it's like what you're doing and what oh, you're yeah. doing. And I mean, I can't, you know, I realized at some point um, when I was figuring out what fellow rockers wanted to do, I was like, listen, this org can't do everything for everybody all the time. Yeah. But there are people who are doing stuff really, really good at it. Right. That why would I start something if they're already doing it? Yeah. So I might as well just like get with them. Yeah. So you do that as well. Support your fellow rockers <laughs> along with Riot Fest. And yes. then you put in freelance design and production work for festivals in between. So you have more free time oh. <laughs> or more jobs or yeah. more something. What else do you work on? In that? I mean, in like, yeah, freelance design. I haven't done, I haven't worked for another festival in, you know, two years because yeah. Riot Fest takes all of my time now. Sure. Um, but Freelance design, you know, gig posters, tour posters, yeah. album art, merchandise for bands that fall within that sort of same scene. Nice. Um, yeah, that that is sort of also a year-round thing, I suppose. Okay. So designing t-shirts and things like that for bands yep. and stuff. I have a, uh, we'll have to connect later on, but I have a... <laughs> Um, a little thing that I'm doing for the new Audio Tree Presents brand mm-hmm. that I'm doing shows in Michigan. I love just, the fact that the branding is yellow. It's That's really my favorite nice. color. Yeah, Austin, you should meet Austin. <laughs> he left on his bicycle earlier with his little dog in his backpack. But um, Austin's super great, and you guys should connect sometime because you would totally just nerd out about Adobe, whatever. Um, I think you have a similar vision, even if the the if the look comes mm-hmm. out completely different. Mm-hmm. His stuff is really crisp. Mm-hmm. And like, um, super minimalist and mm-hmm. clean and your stuff is like explosive and colorful. And <laughs> his is colorful too, but just right. in a different way. In a different it's, way. Yeah. It's, it, 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 it's kind of like, uh, Tyler got to hang out during a audio tree session today and just like, they were just like knobs and cables and microphones and this <laughs> brand of amplifier. And I was like, yeah, you guys go, I'm going to go back downstairs and make a spreadsheet. Cause that's right. all I really know how to do. <laughs> But like, I bet you and Austin in a room could probably talk about Pantones and color things and color things and lines and shapes and stuff. Live tracing and whatever the hell else (laughs) (laughs) you guys talk about. Um, So I think I, I think I kind of, yeah, I think we, we talked about when you were going to do music for a living. Is this it? Is this what you're going to do forever? Who knows? Honestly, I think so. Yeah, I think there there are few things that make me as effortlessly happy. Yeah, as like this That's music a good feeling, has, right? you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope I get to do it forever. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't, I don't get this feeling from like landscaping or yeah driving or <laughs> driving like sort of from like making food Ooh, why is my phone only on? because you get to me? eat it at the end we'll just leave that in that'll be a good like remember that time <laughs> on the podcast when the dumbass didn't turn his for phone. the freaking host forgot to turn his own phone yeah, on so God. 
so music it makes you effortlessly happy. Does the city of Chicago make you effortlessly happy? Like, uh, is this where you're going to live for the rest of your I, days? You know, or are you like maybe, maybe, maybe like I might have wings that will fly somewhere else yeah. someday when the snow keeps happening <laughs> when the, every year. when the snow returns right. every year. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be where I I stay forever. I think I would. I imagine myself like ending up back here. Yeah. But that's after having explored other places and other corners and okay. things like that. Seattle yeah. is definitely a place where I can, I I want to envision a portion of my life there. Yeah. But I also am like, but can you afford Just rent? know that everyone that goes there <laughs> and is creative uh, is now dead. All of my heroes, like <laughs> Kurt Cobain. <laughs> Oh, no. And, and Chris Cornell and all of my... <laughs> Seattle's a sad place. Uh, um, so just go there for a little while, okay? Yeah, and then come yeah. back. Cause, <laughs> or maybe promise. go there because you're... Yeah, I mean, your your happiness might make some uh, differences. Make the sun come out yeah, a little maybe, bit. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued by the idea of Seattle, too. Um, I've never been. And I, I need to go, so... Uh, but cool. So I, I, I teased this earlier... Oh, this is the first time I've done this. I thought it was kind of fun, but I wanted to look at our mutual friends on Facebook. Oh my God. And just like give okay. me the first thing that you think of. Okay. And the problem is it, there may be a couple that you're like, I don't actually like, know who I that is. I have no idea who that is. Right. So, um, <laughs> they were posting we, pictures of we, their dog and if, I just got If distracted. it's terrifying and you don't want to like do that, <laughs> we could just cut those out. We, we The nice thing about podcasts is like, we're not putting this live into the world. So if you're like, Thank God. Uh, that's my ex-boyfriend. I don't want to talk about that. Then, like, I did a live one once and I was like, oh, I just said so many stupid things. <laughs> Great. Right, right. You could talk to you in a corner. <laughs> so this is the first time that I think I might try to talk to you in a corner here. Uh, Mel Grinberg. Oh, amazing. Amazing human. Amazing human. Like, who is she? I know who she is. I think I know who she is, right? She yeah. tour manages? Yeah, tour and manages. she does shows in Philly, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, we already talked about Nicole. Avery, mm-hmm. Avery Springer. Uh, Avery Springer. Retirement Party. Yeah, If dude. you do not know that band, get with that band they, quick. They are so awesome. So good. I and got, Avery's an amazing person. Uh, Avery's from Michigan. Yes. And, and she lives here. Yeah, lives here now, <laughs> which is a pretty normal thing for we Michigan kids to do. Nice. Yeah. Dude, I, I feel like 2020 is going to be Retirement Party is like uh coming out party. Like they're going to uh, take over the world. I hope so. I hope to. so. They're so good. Uh, Jacob Bielowski. Jacob is um, someone that has grown to be one of my best friends in the last year. That's cool. Yeah, we talk every single day. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they're they're uh, an agent that I work with quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with uh, Sequel. Yeah. And uh, I've had Jake's back for quite some time, but still never met them. Yeah. Which is cool. But they're in town here in Chicago. Um, they live they, here, they, or like they bounce back and forth. Here. They okay. used to live here. Um, they live out in California now. Okay, I told them to out come there, visit okay. yeah. when it's not cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, great human being. Great human being. Mm-hmm. Um, a Michigan person. Uh, do you know Landon DeFever? Landon follows me on Twitter, and we've had like an online friendship. Sure. And that translated into, hey, you know what? I know this person on Facebook. I might yeah. as well just add. Yeah. So, yeah, but we met, I think, for the first time at this past Bloodfest. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. Landon's so. a, a force of, of friendliness that is uh, hard to avoid and, he's and also hard to miss. Six foot seven or whatever the hell. Yeah. Heck, so he protected like, me in the Wonder Years pit. Yeah. Every show, <laughs> I immediately do a cursory look across the crowd for Landon because I'm like, oh, there he is. Landon's here. Cool. Um, I don't know if this is their last name, but Haley Butters, is that a, a, like a Facebook name or is um, that? I think that might be their last name. Okay. I wasn't sure. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. sure. And that's, uh, um, Absinthe Father. Absinthe Father. Yeah. What they f- also run, uh, what became a viral Twitter account, this band fucks. That, wait, what? You yeah. have something to do with that? No. Well, they did. They, oh. that's the, that was like their account. Yeah. And then, um, that like it went viral and yeah. that sort of stuff. But yeah, they also do that. That's their Twitter right. account no, as well. No, I knew that. I just didn't, I, the way you said it, it oh. like it was something that you had that you no. passed along. No. To <laughs> uh, yeah. Haley's awesome. Uh, set at Bloodfest. This was it this year, past year or the year Yeah, before? I think this year. It was pretty huge. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're super connected. We, uh, we all hung out at South by Southwest. Like we shared a four bedroom apartment nice. with dog leg. Oh, nice. And Haley was there most of the time just yeah. like hanging out and like doing merch and kind of tour managing for them. Yeah. And, uh, Dude, awesome person. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, last one, Chris Swartz. Do you know Chris? Booking agent. I think he's at FADA now. I think that's one of those things that's like, I think I've been copied on an email with you right. before or yeah. something, so yeah. might as well. Like, I know okay. you're in the industry, quote yeah, unquote. Another one that, like, I've been booking shows with in various formats over the years, but, yeah. like, never met. So I didn't know if, like, that was your homie or something. So, cool. What gets you out of... I, I kind of know what gets you out of bed <laughs> in the morning, but, like... Give me one thing that's non like career related that gets gets Monique out of bed on a Saturday morning. Oh man. I think I think that the alternative is staying in bed and that's just worse. I think What? I mean, listen, okay. Oh, you're 24, it's cool. I I like, like staying in bed is great, but I like after you do it a couple of days, <laughs> I start to fall into like a slump. Yeah, no, start, no, I'm with you, know, you there. Yeah, I'm with you there. Like, I'm not like a, yeah, a like three days think, in a row type. Yeah, like I think the alternative is like you're gonna stay in bed and do nothing. Okay. You're so, gonna Is that fear? Yeah, I don't know. I is think that it's FOMO? just FOMO. Like, is that fear of missing out? I don't like, think I don't, it's a fear of missing out. It's a fear of like I don't feel like I am afraid of missing out on anything. I think I'm afraid of like what if I what if today is a day that like I don't get I don't get started on this thing that I have always thought about doing or like, what if I don't make headway on this project or like, what if, so you're an American who has seven jobs yeah. and always has to work. Yeah. And fear yeah. Of falling into the pit. Yeah. The falling into the pit or like, up. yeah. What if today is like, if you don't get out of bed today, tomorrow you won't get out of bed and then you won't get out of bed again All right. and you won't get out of bed again. And then what if you just like, lose all passion for life. So, so, so your response to my question of what do you do for fun basically is work more or like, yeah. But what do you do for fun? Then? What do I do for fun? Like what, what besides shows oh, makes man. you happy? I just, I like to take photos. Okay. Yeah. And I like, don't, I mean, I, I take photos for work, but also it's just like, it's a fun thing that I don't really care about monetizing. And sure. Yeah. It's cool to like see the world through a lens or like, what can you do with a camera? And yeah. That's no, I, 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 uh, 
definitely like did a little, you know, poking through your website and Facebook and everything. Because <laughs> again, meeting you for the first time and doing this is like daunting and scary for I gotta me. Gotta figure out everything like, about right. this girl. <laughs> but like three or four of the first like five posts were like you tagged in something right. that you it was just like photo credit right. you. And I was like, oh sick. Yeah. I get the camera out as well. Um one musical artist that you really believe in right now. And it can be something, you know, it can be a Wonder Years type of thing, or it can be somebody like more local that you're like pulling for that's like needs to break out, you know. I mean, God, I love retirement party. Yeah. Yeah. So I hit that one on the nose. Yeah. But yeah. I I think I don't know, like big scale wise. Yeah. Like I, Taylor Swift. Yeah. All right. I, which is like, I, are you ready to go fight the, the manager and the label right now? Like to go get her master's back? Is in, that a, in no way, shape or form would I consider myself like a Swifty or like a huge Taylor Swift fan. But I, I think that like her as an artist is like, she has a very strong sense of integrity. Yeah. And you know, if throughout her whole career and with her craft and clearly a lot of people get with it too, they yeah. vibe with it, you yep. know? her following and her fans. But I think that all of the changes that she's been able to create or all of the change she's been able to create just as who she is doing what she does is like insane. And you know, this situation right now with her label and everything, like it's going to, it's going to chart a new path. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's going to, don't worry. The first guy I had, he was touching the mic stand the whole oh, time, that. and he was just like, like emphasizing by banging on it. Oh my god! And, and Ty, you're, <laughs> no, good. Delicate. you're good. Yeah, you're good. Uh, Tyler's just gonna write that down, and it'll magically go away somehow, which is super cool. Even though you were talking the whole time, he'll magically make that just. Um, okay. All right. So so Taylor Swift's gonna be big next year, is what, what you're saying. <laughs> Like we need to go support this, we, this starving this, this artist. DIY right, artist. Right, about to break out. Okay, cool. But I, I'm, oh, another band, like Origami Angel. I just got off of them t- yesterday. Okay, Tyler's looking at me too, like, thumbs He's up. Like, okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, like they Can came out with their- Can you tell me what they sound like? Because I haven't clicked the link yet. <laughs> Tyler, what do you think? <laughs> Shrug emoji? <laughs> Um, I don't know. That's not, that's such a terrible descriptor. Okay. I don't know yeah. what they sound like, but, yeah. um, I, they released their album yesterday, two days ago, something recently, yeah. very recently. Well, it's on Monday. So it would have been a Friday. So probably, yeah. Yeah. Two or three days ago. And I was excited. Like yeah. I was listening to it and I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Like this album rips. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, but tough to categorize. Yeah, tough to categorize. That's, that's for a sure. description all by yeah. itself is just being like different and yeah. out there and cool. Yeah. Um, same booking agent that uh, books Mover Shaker oh, from Detroit, who is yeah. also very hard to describe, especially yeah. as the new music comes out. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, uh, I was just, I saw Jack Parsons uh, from Mover Shaker, and she was like, we're not emo, like screaming <laughs> it to somebody, like, we're not emo anymore. And, uh, you know, we have like this and these things and this stuff and these little parts and, <laughs> you know, it was like, but you're still, okay, yeah, right. But yeah, I wouldn't want to just tag, like, have you be like, yeah, we're going to be angels like an emo pan. Yeah. Just because they hang out in that, like, Right, because that's whatever. all their friends and, sure. you know, stuff yeah. like that. But I will click the link. I yeah. now have two reasons to do so. One, just because I should, and two, because you, it has your sign off, so it's good. <laughs> 
Uh, your favorite music memory. Oh, wow. That's a big one. Yeah, that is a big one. Which washing machine were you sitting on? Which washing machine was I sitting on? <laughs> um, I think... I can't... Oh, my God. There's, like, all coming at me. <laughs> um, Which one got there first? Um, the one most recently. Yeah. This most recent... This most recent Riot Fest, we had the village people. Yeah. And oh, my God. Yeah, and... What? It, listen, didn't think that I would ever experience sure. that in my yeah, lifetime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was I was watching them from the side of the stage, and I realized that my boss, Riot Mike, was behind me. Yeah. And I remember looking over, and he was he, he had the biggest smile on Just his face, beaming, like I did looking this. at this crowd. Like, I can't believe this. Have shit. it tapping his foot, like yeah, kind of dancing yeah, a little bit, yeah. having a great time with it. And I was like, yeah. Okay. I'm sure like the YMCA moment too was right. probably like one of the most epic <laughs> things that's ever, um, you know, there's a lot of that like nostalgia going around right yeah. now. You just like, YMCA is such a, it's like happy birthday. It's like, it's like you can't not be right. part of it. Right. Right. Like, it's hot cross buns, and, like it, a <sighs> instant classic bop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Totally. I love it. Uh, switching gears. What's your worst music moment? Like in this business or just, oh man, do you have one? Uh, I don't think I have. This has been a pretty jovial interview so far. I know. So I have I, to find something. We like, can talk about depression yeah, and we, stuff if you want. Um, but uh, I remember one year there was someone who came over to box office and they were in a wheelchair and they were very angry because they didn't get to go on the ADA platform. Oh. Be, for, you know, whatever reason, they sure. didn't have a wristband, didn't yeah. have the right creds. And I and they was. Had to go all the way back to box office. Had to go all the way back yeah. to box office. Yeah. And then, you know, had to go all the way back to their stage after or wherever they went. And yeah. I was so. I was very like. We, we failed that person. Yeah, I was like, someone yeah. didn't have a good time. Someone didn't have a good time. They didn't right, have like the right. best experience. Oh no. Oh no. Right, and right. I was like the first time that ever happened. And I, you know, had to reel it back in and yeah. like, you know what? Yeah. You can't control everybody's happiness all the time. Sure. <laughs> Some things just slip through the cracks. Yeah. But, but that's cool that that affected you and obviously made you uh it's probably part of the driving force behind support your fellow rockers yeah. and, and, and being homies with half access right. is like let's never make that happen right. again everybody to gets to enjoy of, music all the time <laughs> right to the best of our ability do you have advice for fellow creative people just in general i don't know if it's something specific you've learned in your 24 years on this planet or um, you're in your infinite wisdom. My infinite baby Yoda wisdom. Dude. Can we talk? Can we just, can we just Should only we? talk about baby Yoda? Can that'll, we just make this a Mandalorian podcast? Oh shit. That, that'll that'll just, be the, like the, you know, the, the picture yeah. for whatever this did, thing ends up being. Did, on. did you and I just become <laughs> best friends? Baby like, Yoda. Is, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Um, I, uh, don't, I don't know, like, don't let the world, like, kill your love for it. Yeah. It's very, very easy, especially when, you know, you, you realize you have to make money and yeah. this is the only thing that you're good at, or, you know, this is one of the things you only like doing. Yeah, sure. Um, it's really hard cause you'll get super defeated about it some days and yeah. some days it'll, 
it doesn't love you back. Right. <laughs> but right. um, yeah, just like remember that you, the reason you do it is because you like it. Okay. So, good. Uh, yeah. That's good. And also baby Yoda. And also baby Yoda. <laughs> like, okay. So we're going to, we're going to go down that path for a minute. Oh no. Uh, Star Wars fan. <laughs> Yes, not as big as everybody else, though. <laughs> but, like, are you vibing hard on The Mandalorian? Like, I feel like it's everything that Star Wars should have been. Yeah. Like, every time they misstep, which is literally every movie. Every movie. It's so overrated, but it's so good. But you keep you going to you you watch know, it. Right, you know? right. And, like, my four-year-old's into it now, which is super right. sick. It's, um, it's so cross-generational. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like a, it's like... What's a restaurant that we all love that's like, why the fuck do we love that? I don't know. I don't know. It's like Taco Bell, I guess, or something. It's yeah, like, this isn't that act. good, but no. like, we all talk about how much we love yeah. Taco Bell. Like, yeah, yeah Taco Bell. Man. Yeah, Crunchwrap. What up? Right. right. <laughs> uh, Star Wars is that, but I kind of feel like like The Mandalorian, so far, two episodes in, mm-hmm. is like what it was supposed to be every time. I'm getting that vibe. Yeah. And maybe it's going to yeah. let us down. Yeah. Our art director, Dan, is a huge Star Wars fan. Like, yeah. very, very, very nerdy. Will say very nerdy things or yeah. like make a joke. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. <laughs> right. Would you repeat that in English, <laughs> dork? Um, how do you plan to affect change where you are? Oh, God. I don't know. I hope I've I mean, already done it. it. Yeah. But like, like, I don't know. Do you have plans to do more? Do you have something like brewing in the background that you're like, I'm about to drop this shit. I'm I'm about to turn, <laughs> turn shit upside down. The hottest. <laughs> yeah. um, Taylor Swift mixtape ever. <laughs> Taylor Swift origami angel, baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda. Wow. Split EP. Oh my God. Wow. That's chaotic. <laughs> um, yeah, this shit's getting off the rails here. <laughs> I'm hungry. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think that I I feel like a lot of the change that I've been able to make via support your fellow rockers has been sort of like it has landed outside of Chicago yeah. and other places, which is still super cool. But yeah. I guess like seeing a local difference is something that I... I've yet to really physically see, sure, you know, and yeah. I, and I don't, maybe it has made a difference to people, but I just don't see it. Yeah. And, well, you, you look know. at the spreadsheets of all the different asset things that you have right. like, and almost none of them are Illinois. Right. In fact, there's a ton of Michigan stuff on there. Yeah. So somebody went ape shit on like, all the, <laughs> like Michigan this, Michigan that, Michigan festivals. And then you right. click Illinois and it's like Rye Fest. Right. Right. Cool. Yeah. No, there's a lot more than that. There's going a lot. On, but, there's yeah. a lot, but you know, kind of. Out in my own lane. Yeah. <laughs> so, Maybe Chicago DIY kids aren't on the internet. Who knows? You know, Maybe who knows? They're too cool for the internet. Maybe they're too cool. <laughs> um, what does the future hold for you? Is there anything else that you want to like drop? You heard it here first, kind of thing, <laughs> yeah, or are you just uh, are you happy to be kind of grinding in your lane for a little while? And yeah, yeah, I'm pretty happy in my lane right now. I mean, I'd love for fellow rockers to do more. Yeah, you know, in 2020 and this coming year and the next couple of years, but a lot of it is, you know, other people who are willing to put in the work as sure. well. So yeah, I mean, you're only yeah. you're only capable of so much. I'm only capable of so much. <laughs> it's a lot, though. I'm yeah. impressed. I'm really impressed. <laughs> this has been really cool. 
Um, I'm going to get into that speed round to wrap it up. All right. And then we're going to go about our business. And Let's Tyler go. and I are going to go see a lot of spute and touche more. And I'm going to go eat. You're going to go eat. Well, we should probably do that too. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> so speed round, just give me the first thing that pops in your head. Okay. And don't try too hard. All right. And if you want to expand on, upon something, feel free. <laughs> There's no time. This is a podcast. It can go on forever. The last one we did totally did. It was an hour and 53 minutes or some shit. So oh, wow. we're not even close to that. you got plenty of time. Perfect. Best album of all time. Uh, Wonder Years, Greatest Generation. God damn. All right, cool. I love Soupy. I love that band in general. But like, dude, that guy's, he's so cool. Right. I love him. He's been so supportive too. I, I managed shortly for a couple of years and like a lot of her opportunities right. came from yeah, Soupy, like good, quietly like, being in her corner. You yeah. Know? Just like a good person. Yeah. Just a good person. They're all good dudes. And the whole, like the whole team around them is, is great. So favorite concert experience of all time. That uh, wasn't in sync. Well, there goes that one. Let me just pump that. <laughs> um, Paramore at Riot Fest okay. 2017. Oh, so that was your first year on staff? Uh, you full time, yeah. 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 So like, and one of your favorite, one of your idols. Is oh my God, just... I, the entire time was just bawling. <laughs> I was like, I, I, it was very cool, I think, because everybody on staff knew how much I love them. Right. And so they made a point like, okay, like we have to pull Monique from box office. Like yep. we have to make sure that she gets to this stage. We right. have to make sure that she gets on side stage. Like Carried all of that. You in, like the chariot, you know, kind of thing. Like <laughs> yeah. delivering you to your, to your right. crowning moment like, crowning of your life. Moment. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, and then right next to me are these two little girls also having a great time. And uh, I was like, that's awesome. yeah, yep. This is it. This sick. <laughs> Love it. Do you watch a lot of TV and all of the free time that you have? Oh, no. <laughs> Do you watch any TV? Uh, oh, you watch The Mandalorian. You know about yeah, Baby Yoda. I watch um, Queer Eye on Netflix. Yeah. Is that your most... I was going to ask, what's your most recent binge watch? Yeah. I caught up on all of the Japan episodes that they had. Okay. And so, yeah, Queer Eye is like, you know, wholesome and <laughs> that sort of stuff. Right. I feel like that falls within my brain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. I, I dig that. I've never seen it. Really good. Uh, it was funny. I was with Jax yesterday. Um, Jax Anderson, who was Flynn Eastwood for a long time, and mm -hmm. I managed her career. And she's opening the Bishop Briggs tour, and it mm. played Detroit last night, and it was a sick show, just super mm. good. And she says, "I can't wait to get home and like watch the L Word, which is a show about lesbians." In case, and she had to like qualify, like. <laughs> And I was like, dude, I know what the L word is. Like, maybe I don't watch it, You're but that like, doesn't Whoa. mean, like, I know I'm over here just listening to Stone Temple Pilots go, yeah. Oh. Oh but, like, wow. that doesn't mean that I don't I'm gonna know. I'm going to cut that part if that stays yeah. in. Oh, I'm no, it's all stated. We don't, we don't cut. We, I don't think we're. We I'm going to keep that. We cut one thing that I'm. Uh, like, if I'm you ever to, call me in the future, that'll be your yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm tempted. <laughs> we only cut one thing, and uh, I'm tempted tempted to reintroduce it, but I'm not going to do that to John. So uh, <laughs> there was one thing where he, we'll, we'll talk about it after. It was pretty funny. Uh, best musical performer that ever lived, that ever walked the face of this that earth. Ever walked the face of this earth. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. 
And you don't get to say Prince because I know you're from Minneapolis oh. and that's the easy one. Okay. Wow. I didn't realize I there love, were rules to I this speed round. I love how I have rules round. for every question. Speed round Jesus. and let me eliminate the one thing that'll be fast <laughs> and obvious. Um, um, oh, wow. Aretha Franklin's still alive, though, right? No, she's no? gone, but she can still be the yeah, answer to yeah. this. Yeah, Aretha it Franklin. Was, yes. God damn. Dude, yeah, she's got the pipes <laughs> for sure. Hell yeah. Detroit represent. <laughs> Albums or singles? Albums. Albums. Every Anytime I have to listen to it all the way, all the way through. Singles doesn't do it for me. Yeah. Unless it's like a pop single, but you know, but sure. yeah, albums. Unless it's YMCA. Or uh, Want You Back by the Jackson 5. Yeah, right. You know, right. but. <laughs> yeah. uh, we already asked festivals, yay or nay. So prior well, actually, to. Actually. Yeah, prior I to. I don't yeah. really like attending festivals. Okay. You don't have to. Yeah. No, Working I, them I, and having a golf cart of your own with your name on it. And right. Like and all a radio. And, and like, like a. It's a totally different game. Even if it's 24 hours instead of like the 12 hours right, that customers I, spend there. I don't like, like going to festivals. Okay, good. Me neither. Awesome. It's. I produced so one many, for 12 years. There's so many years people and, and yeah. sweaty and yeah, nowhere the to sound hide. kind of is really shitty sometimes. Yeah, and nowhere to hide. There's fucking bees everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, sometimes you have to stay in a high school. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. We had the auditorium open with the air conditioning on. You could have sat your ass there all day and been fine. And then went out and got Imperial tacos and got down. Uh, a controversial opinion that you hold. I think everybody should toast their bagels. Oh, damn. She had that one like on cue. Dang. Untoasted uh, bagels do not belong on the face of this earth. I agree. Like, it, like Mostly. even if it's a sandwich, toasted has to, has to work. Yeah. Oh, are you... Oh, dude. Tyler, are you an untoasted bagel guy? Tyler just deleted the entire episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> done. <laughs> um, my 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 four year old daughter Finley um, is a bagel. If she doesn't have a bagel for breakfast with cream cheese, she mm -hmm. has it for lunch, and it's always toasted. But she had like a four week phase where she didn't toast them. Mm. Sometimes and it was weird. you just gotta you gotta get through it. I guess sometimes yeah. it's a phase. Sometimes yeah. that phase lasts their whole life. Yeah, like sometimes Tyler. you can <laughs> grow a great mustache and still be wrong about the toasting of bagels. Tyler Floyd. Jeez. Oh, All right. Last one uh, in this very slow speed round. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure? I feel oh. like we've already talked about InSync and Taylor Swift guilty and everything. So like what I want to know how deep this is going to go. How? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll throw in a little Keith Urban in that. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Still? Still. Still. Like to, to remind me of where I came from. <laughs> okay. All right. Did that come from, did that country music thing, was it like a, a, a rural Minneapolis, Minnesota oh, thing? I don't think so. Or was it just like. I just think it was like, that was the radio station that was on in the car all the time. And okay. eventually you learn all the songs. And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Love sick of singing about your pickup truck and everything. Oh yeah. You even own a car now? No. Good. That's, I haven't owned a car for years. That's amazing. Oh, I wish. My car's just sitting outside. We did get the best damn parking spot, though. Even though I'll probably get a ticket because I've got a ticket like four times in the last six weeks. Yeah, that'll happen. I Welcome money to in the Chicago. Meter ever. No, not here in Michigan in like the dumbest spots where there's like no cars around. Oh and I God. still put money in the meter and somehow I still got tickets. But anyway, we're not talking about me. 
Um, <laughs> is there anything else we missed that you want to talk about? Anything you want to share? Oh, any I, stories you want to tell? Any stories I want to tell? Did we get there? Um, I don't know. That's all right. I mean, if we got to everything, we got to freaking Baby Yoda. <laughs> Baby, that's it. That's it. That's sync. all we needed. <laughs> Keith Urban. Untoasted bagels. Untoasted bagels are absolutely a sin. I don't. I don't Such practice a, Catholicism. You know, we didn't get but to. It's a sin. We didn't get to. Okay, here's what we didn't get to that you put in your email: grilled cheese. Let's talk about grilled cheese for a minute. Are you a vegetarian or vegan or anything? Well, no. obviously not. Well, no. I guess you could still be a vegan and have grilled cheese. You just you just desire all the time, cheese. every day, every waking moment. What's the moment. best grilled cheese? Do you cheese eat spot? just regular cheese sandwiches, Tyler? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then why don't you toast She's your bagels, like, huh? Dude, she might be the sassy person on the right Twitter. <laughs> Damn. Um, grilled cheese. Where's the best spot in Chicago to get grilled cheese? Uh, so if we're gonna do around here, yeah, there's Cheesies. All right, they do like. Elevated grilled cheese, I would like yeah, to say. That's what you I'm get like about. you get macaroni and cheese yes, in it. On a grilled you get like yes. chicken tenders, you got some yeah. bacon. Some... You ever been to Melt in Cleveland? Yes, similar. Or, or Columbus, I similar. Think. No, it's in both now, but yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Very similar right. to that. I was just gonna make sure that Oh yeah. I think every podcast that I do from now on will mention Melt in some fashion. Because everybody yeah, everybody like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So cheesies is like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cheesies is like that. Um else was really good bottom lounge yeah you wouldn't expect okay. the food but yeah. great grilled cheese yeah um who else is really grilled cheese let's see what's your favorite grilled cheese topping like if you were to go if i was to go all out yeah like if you were gonna go extra about it i mean honestly why why ruin but you just said like a grilled cheese, cheese had like Mac and cheese I mean, or like chicken the tenders. Ma- like the mac and cheese mac is and really cheese good. Is just the same. It's, but it's, it's, it's different. It just know, makes it thicker. It's just got texture in it. Okay. But, oh man, I don't know. You don't have like a signature no, like low no. grilled cheese. No. You need to develop that. But next I've time did, we hang out. Oh, well, we'll recipe we can just, it out. Just one. Yeah. Just it like, has to be toasted. First one. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, we've, we've established. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We've run I'm going to drill that into this episode. You're like my dad. <laughs> we drill it into the ground so it's not funny anymore, and then you keep going until it is funny again. Yes, I love it. You and I are, are meant to be sitting in these chairs right now. I love it. Uh, where can we find out more about what you do on the interwebs? On the interwebs, uh, you can go to my website, M O D O R O dot C O. Damn, that's a lot of O's. I know. <laughs> or you can follow me. On Twitter, which is where I reside. My my soul rests there. It's been an hour and a half. We're both fiending. Like, we got to get a tweet out about something. About this podcast. What about Support Your Fellow Rockers? Where can we find that? You can find Support Your Fellow Rockers at fellowrockers.co. .co. Yeah, and that's pretty much you'll figure everything else out on that site. We aren't really too active on socials, but... right. It's it, yeah. It's just there. It, it exists needs to be there, and that's it what provides it needs to be. help. So, if there's anything I can do to help you make that a uh, uh, more of a priority in, <laughs> in what we do, yeah, Damn it. get out of the way, cable. Um, <laughs> please reach out. Seriously, like I, I, I would love to help spread the word on yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's wow. super impressive, and it's part of kind of what I want to be more intentional about with Audio Tree Presents. Mm-hmm. Is like just, just. 
being cool, you yeah. know, to everyone. Like, why, why what? are we not cool right. to everyone? Everybody like, just should enjoy the music, yeah, you know? Yeah, let's make it yeah. make it happen for literally everyone, and that would be cool, except for people with red hats on, which I don't, you know. <laughs> which which will be a, you know, second episode. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> if, After we've eaten. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. This has been really cool. Yeah. Uh, Monique Doran. That's me. You're a, a fantastic asset to this uh, community here in Chicago and, and nationwide. And I, th- I can't wait to see what else you do. So Thank you. thanks for being part of this. That one was fun. It was neat to get to know Monique uh, for the first time in podcast form. That's a, that's a new thing for me for sure. And, uh, there's such a, a powerful and just, just happy human being, man. So good. Uh, thanks to Monique for joining us. Thanks to, uh, our producer, Tyler Floyd. Thanks bud. Thank you. And, uh, shoot us an email here for now, pod at gmail.com. Follow us on social media and get involved there at here for now pod. And you can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, links are on our website at herefornowpodcast.com. Next episode, we're going to continue uh, chatting here in Chicago with our buddy, our concert promoter buddy, and uh, dad rock playlist creator, uh, John Ugolini. It's a really good uh, interview and uh, really good human being. So we hope you uh, tune in. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Lift up your friends. See you later.